Hello and welcome to the Hoping Coffee Podcast, episode 18 of season 7 with me, Rob Linzel. And today we are going to start by looking at Ephesians chapter 5 verses 15 to 17. Ephesians chapter 5 verses 15 to 17, as taken from the NLT translation. So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act faultlessly, but understand what the Lord wants of you. As many of you who listen to Hope and Coffee regularly will be aware, I'm a huge fan of science fiction films and TV. And one of the TV shows I love from a few years back is Stargate SG-1. The pyramids built as landing platforms for alien ships. A circular portal, the Stargate, that can transport you to other planets in the galaxy. And, as it turns out, across other galaxies. Alien parasites taking human hosts and using superior technology to pose as ancient Egyptian gods and goddesses. But in one of the earlier episodes of the show, called One False Step, SG-1 travelled to a planet to retrieve a crashed drone that had been sent ahead to see if it was safe to go, only to discover the planet is inhabited by docile humanoids who soon begin to get sick. So SG-1, along with the rest of Stargate Command, race against time to discover what is causing the planet's inhabitants to get sick and face possible extinction. It turns out that when the drone crashed, it damaged one of the plants that form a symbiotic relationship with the humanoids, producing an imperceptible sound that helps them to survive. Needless to say that all works out in the end, but one of the main characters, Dr. Daniel Jackson says, I mean, one wrong move, one false step, and a whole fragile world gets wiped out. Which got me thinking, how there are times in life we face situations where one false step can cause disaster. However, before I continue, let's pause here a moment to return to God's word. And let's look at Proverbs chapter 14, verse 16. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 16, as taken from the NIV translation. The wise fear the Lord and shun evil, but a fool is hot-headed and yet feels secure. As I was saying, there are times we are faced with situations in which one false step can have disastrous consequences. It could be the wrong word in a conversation, the wrong action, trusting the wrong people with information. Whatever it is, that one false step brings unexpected consequences. Even those things said and done with the best of intentions can have unexpected and devastating consequences. But here's the thing. We cannot control others' actions or responses. We can only act according to what we believe is right. I mean, sometimes life is such a fine line and fine balance that one false step is inevitable. It's just a matter of time. At other times, the consequences of one false step can be avoided if only we'd act or speak wisely. Yet when we find ourselves in such circumstances, 
How do we deal with them as followers of Christ? How do we change our perspective to deal with them? As I've already mentioned, wisdom is a key factor, but there is one measure you can take above this. Consider, when faced with circumstances where one full step can be disastrous, whether or not you could look Jesus in the eye and say, I did the right thing and I acted out of love. After all, we are only human, prone to mistakes. But if we have acted selflessly, if we have acted according to what we believe is right, having asked God for wisdom, and if we have acted out of love, then we have acted in the best way possible. However, let's pause here a moment to return to scripture and look at James chapter 1 verse 5. James chapter 1 verse 5, that's taken from the NLT translation. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. Here in James chapter 1 verse 5, it states clearly that if we lack wisdom, we should just ask God and it will be given. Now it's important to understand, as I have said before, that it's unlikely you will hear God speak in a big booming voice. Those moments are rare, even biblically. No, often God will use those around you to convey his message and guide you. You may find that it's not so much God coming to you, but you going to God by approaching those around you for help. There's no shame in seeking help and guidance for yourself or others, and often our most useful resource is those around us. In fact, it reminds me of an old joke. There is a man stuck on his roof during a flood, praying to God. Soon a man in a rowboat comes along and offers to rescue him. But the man sends him away, saying, it's fine, God will save me. Shortly after, a man in a powerboat comes along and offers rescue. But again, the man sends him away, saying, it's fine, God will save me. Then a short time later, a helicopter comes along and the man is offered rescue once more. But again, the man sends them away, saying, it's fine, God will rescue me. Soon, however, the water rose so high that the man drowned and ended up in heaven. Upon coming face to face with God, the man says, I had faith that you would save me, and yet you let me drown. Why did you not save me? To which God replies, I sent a rowboat, a powerboat, and a helicopter. What else did you expect? The point is, that we sometimes look to the supernatural and ignore the everyday, expecting God to wave a magic wand. However, let's once again return to God's word and look at Matthew chapter seven, verses seven and eight. Matthew chapter seven, verses seven and eight, as taken from the NIV translation. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find knock and the door will be opened to you for everyone who asks receives the one who seeks finds 
and to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Okay, so I know I've used this joke to illustrate a point before, but in this case, I think it's important to recognise what I feel God is trying to say. And what I feel God wants me to communicate is to stop looking so much to the miraculous and realise that every day is miraculous. Yes, there are times God will act in a miraculous way, such as saving Daniel in the lion's den. But more often than not, it's the everyday that God sends, be it a metaphorical rowboat or motorboat or helicopter, that unexpected call or text from a friend we've not seen in years, that picture you get when praying, someone who says something specific about your circumstances which they cannot possibly know anything about. However God responds to you, whatever help and support he provides you, he does provide, if we open our eyes to it. Of course, if like me your situation is complicated, then the one thing that's hard to accept, but must be accepted, is that it won't be fixed overnight. There is no magic wand. The simple truth is, what the outcome will be, when it comes, we can't know. And the other simple truth, as I've said earlier, is that we cannot control others' reactions. In recent events, I experienced this lack of control when I acted in the best of intentions, and a spanner was thrown into the situation. One full step caused a potentially disastrous outcome. I'm not saying things are perfect, but God is in control. And that situation is now diffused to a degree. And I trust that God has a plan, if I trust in him. So we've had asked God and looked to resources, but what else? To answer that, Let's pause to look at Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, as taken from the NIV translation. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. In the answer to what else, there are two things to consider from this verse. Firstly, to trust in God because he has plans for us, plans for good. However, this verse in context tells us we need patience at times. Because this is said to the Israelites about a plan 70 years in the making. No quick fix or magic wand solution here. This is why, as believers, it's so important to know our Bibles and understand context of scripture. After all, a new believer who is given this verse in difficult circumstances could look at it and think, God will wave a magic wand to fix things immediately. And if God doesn't fix the situation quickly, it could cause a faith crisis and lead to a mistrust of God. Which, let's face it, Without trust within our faith, what's the point? Trust is at the heart of faith. Therefore, if we believe the Bible is God's word, 
and all within is true, then we should know that God only wants what's best for us. As it can be put, God's got this. But, and here's the real kicker, it all comes down to free will. God doesn't control us, or those around us, or even the circumstances we may find ourselves in. God doesn't micromanage. What God does is to walk with us, guide us and provide for us. Yet we are free to choose the path we walk. We can but control our own words and actions. This is a hard concept to wrestle with. I'm just as guilty as anyone of thinking of God as an almighty supernatural Mr. Fix-It with a magic wand. However, as we've looked at, this is as far from truth as you can get. When it comes to faith, it really is important to understand what it means to follow Christ. So let's pause here to look at John chapter 16, verse 33. John chapter 16, verse 33, as taken from the NIV translation. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. At this late stage, regular listeners are possibly starting to get deja vu due to the verses I've been using. But this verse I find oddly comforting in difficult circumstances. Jesus himself suffered and ultimately died, telling us here we will have trouble. In other words, expect trouble because we live in an imperfect world. Yet hold on to faith, knowing God is always with us, and that in dying for our sins, Christ overcame the world. There are, of course, circumstances that are so hard it's difficult to hold on to faith, to remain strong, confident and positive. Certainly, when we see loved ones struggling and suffering, and we are unable to help them, it's heartbreaking. However, as I've said before on Hope and Coffee, just being there is a help, sharing their pain and sorrow. Which brings me back to the fact that in all circumstances, God is with us. He walks with us, shares our pain and guides our path. If we only open our eyes and ears to see and hear. So as I bring this episode of Hope and Coffee to a close, I want to turn to a verse found in Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 6, which says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. The Lord God himself goes with us on our journey. It's a relationship in which God comforts us when sad, shares in our joy, guides us when we listen. Whatever the circumstances, especially ones where one false step can mean disaster, seek God's wisdom and trust that he is both with you and goes ahead of you, that he knows the plans he has for you and that those plans will come to fruition. And finally, don't continually look to the supernatural, but look to the natural, to the everyday. Let us pray. Father God, just as I 
bring this episode of Hope and Coffee to a close. I want to thank you that you are always with us. That you command us not to be afraid, but to be courageous, to be brave. To trust in the fact that you go before us, you walk beside us, that you are there with us. Lord, I just pray that we would remember we cannot control others. You do not control others. You gave us free will. So we certainly cannot control others. The only one we can control is ourselves. Father God, I just prayed for myself and for my brothers and sisters in Christ who listen to this, that we would always remember to check our own actions on our own words, to act in love, to speak in love, to act in righteousness, to do as we feel is right. And to measure that by thinking, if we were face to face with Jesus or face to face with you, could we then say we felt we were right to do what we did or say what we said? Or would we blush in embarrassment and actually know that that really wasn't the right course of action or the right words? Lord, help us to remember the standards by which we live. That your word, your the Bible, is our standard. Jesus is our standard. And as the old saying goes from when I was young, Maybe we should stop in certain circumstances and ask ourselves, what would Jesus do? Help us to be wise, Lord. Help us to seek your wisdom before we act or speak in any given circumstances, especially those where one full step could cause disaster. And I ask these things in the name of Jesus. Amen.